Welcome to Q Code Podcast. Another bonus episode. Another bonus episode. I wish that we could just do these every episode. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say we're gonna have so many of these. They're not gonna be bonuses. They're gonna be. <clears throat> they're gonna outnumber our regular episodes. I know. It's gonna go back to that. <laughs> I want some coffee with my sugar and cr- wait. What is I it? like my sugar with coffee <laughs> oh, yeah. and cream. How hard is it to quote the Beastie Boys, I Daniel? I want some sugar with my coffee and cream. But <laughs> keep it going. Keep it. Okay. It'll be the whole. <laughs> I want some bonus episodes with my regular episodes. <laughs> okay. Just no. be quiet. Just, I I say <laughs> from no. now on hey, when he does no. those things, we, we just go silent. We need like <laughs> we we need to fill the time. <laughs> We need to hook them up to like some electrodes before, and we each of us have a button. Yes, and we have like an allotment through an episode. We can hit it three times each, or something. No, seems. A I think excessive. we should have unlimited. Because <laughs> the thing is, is we're gonna be well, able to. We don't want to impede freedom of speech totally, right? <laughs> What's funny is like you know we can fill when one of those jokes are coming. Yeah, that I almost just kind of want to just be like, all right. <laughs> stop stop now stop it but uh anyway yes it is a bonus episode which means that it is a dream episode yay Woo! number three so hope you guys enjoy it uh they are getting better and better um, so yeah uh, we'll we'll just jump we right. have the privilege of reading them beforehand and uh let me tell you we we have some good yeah i guess yeah it's like a round table yeah i guess we should maybe casting now's a good time to kind of talk about how we we go about doing these so you dream (laughs) (laughs) Yep. you then he falls asleep without any chemicals without drugs (laughs) supposedly (laughs) he falls asleep without any aids or Sleep aids. Not we, like yeah. really. I think <laughs> not in like the first HIV. Ep- first dream episode. <laughs> I have again fallen asleep AIDS free. <laughs> Another day down. Keeping up the, the streak of 30, how old are you? 36 years AIDS free. <laughs> we probably should laugh about it. Some people have AIDS. Hey, but. hey. If you can't laugh about AIDS, what can you laugh about? Back in the 90s, you could not laugh about yes. it. But uh, anyway, so then you wake up and then you have to scramble. Do you have like a pad of paper by your bed? No, but I immediately start putting notes in my little note uh, on my iPhone, the notes app. Okay. So I hurry and just start taking down like really high level notes, Mm -hmm. Um, meaning, you know, like try to keep it to like 
one line, one to two lines per kind of like topical light. Like it was this scene and then this scene and then this scene. As if it's a just movie. like so you <laughs> like hit the bullets basically. Yeah, the bullet points, <clears throat> bullet like points. so that you can come back and fill it, like fill in later. Yeah, like so you can. You but know I would say I always try to keep it super short, but there's like lots of details that I'm like, well, like this kind of is a key detail that I need to remember. So mm. like, details I'll are fine. To, now. I'll have to put it in. <laughs> and so I'll do that. And so it's probably honestly a good three, 400 words that I put down first thing in the morning. <laughs> and I always think in my head, it should take me five minutes, but it really takes me like 20 minutes. <laughs> and then <laughs> I'll go, and then the first opportunity I get to get to a computer with Word or something, I will do, I call it, my enhanced bullet points. Ah. So I will now put down all the high-level bullet points. I'll look at those, but then I will, like, put out longer form, like, maybe two or three sentences describing each one and, like, how, make sure I make have it so, like, I understand, like, how each scene kind of linked together in my dream. Be like, okay, yeah, and then this is what, oh, yeah, this is what happened. That's why I moved to this mm-hmm. spot or whatever. Segways. Yeah, and then <clears throat> when I finally get a chance to get it down on paper, I will, like, record, or I will just type it long form out in Word. And that's usually anywhere from an hour to two hour process. <laughs> it's such a long <laughs> process. Because then, like, I was, all I know is just that we will get a uh, a, a message in our group message uh, that yeah that we're a part of. It'll just be, I had another dream, guys. And we're like, <laughs> all right. <laughs> so then we get together, and before and I number them, yeah, we, yes, just he like numbers dream them. Number three. So we normally just find some time after we record or, or something like that to uh, to get together and read it, like he said, kind of roundtable like. Um, and then, so so really and truly, the the recordings that you are hearing are the second time that we're reading through it, and. Uh, I mean, I think they're still pretty good. Yeah. We still have a lot of thoughts and, and just comments that haven't come out and in normally, the first time that we Normally, read we're not reading them right before <clears throat> recording yes, for no. that one. Like, we would have read like it, like, weeks. a month ago yeah. or a few weeks ago. So, we it's not fresh in our head. We don't, we don't like, yeah, we forget a lot exactly. of details. Yeah. But so, I think yeah. it's, so it's almost like it's the first time reaction when we record it. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's good because... The, I mean, when Trav reads it too, like he has some kind of a cadence to go through and he knows like somewhat what's going on. So he knows like where to put different inflections in a voice or, or accents. Or well, whatever. it's because the first, well, that's, but the first time that I read it, we usually find some stuff that we're laughing at or you guys start kind of talking. So I read ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I usually only read ahead like a couple of, a couple of, sentences yeah but uh and sometimes those sentences are doozies because they have zero <laughs> punctuation and <laughs> they're the longest they're run the longest on sentences in fact i don't remember which one it is but there is one where i have to read literally a whole paragraph without breathing because <laughs> it's not a comma it's no comma but i like to read it exactly how it is so anyway that's kind of how the process is so you kind of see what when it finally gets to the recording uh time i guess the time that we record it um it is the second time that we're going through it but it's been so far removed that it's i have one more question yeah for danny uh you have a job 
<laughs> presumably you get up in the morning and go to work. When you have one of these dreams, how early do you get up <laughs> so you're not late for work? Or are you just, every time you have a dream, you're like, guys, I'm going to be late. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm running behind by about 20 minutes. People at work get a text that's like, I dreamt again. <laughs> <laughs> I have... I have a little buffer room for when I can show up to work. So, yes, I do get in a little later on those days. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes, like, I will, like, have a dream, like, on a Thursday, but before I can actually sit down to, like, type it out for a couple hours, it's I have to wait till the weekend. So <laughs> that's why I try to write that really detailed bullet point list mm. so that I have, like the flow of it all and then I could just come back in and like well and by putting down those put bullet words, points it helps you words. remember them anyway because if not then you just forget it so yeah. well all let me just say all of us and all of our listeners appreciate uh you being willing to blow off work for a half hour in the morning <laughs> so you can for them for us and them it's it's all about bringing entertainment to the masses <laughs> so well let's get to this I I I know you guys are waiting for it, so let's just jump right in to dream number three, which is titled Emotional Envelopes and the Tattooed Man. Dream Short Series by Daniel Barnes. I wake up and head into the office. It's not the office I'm used to. By the looks of things, I figure I must either be some type of a detective... Or a writer for a newspaper or various publication. <laughs> As I don't have an office, I do have a desk, but it is one desk of many on an open floor. There is a lot of humble bumble. <laughs> happening around me as everyone is running around doing various tasks. <laughs> I'd like to know what... Like, when you say detective, I'm thinking, like, a private investigator. So, like, I don't picture you in just a giant room with a bunch of humble bumble. But By detective, I meant, like, I work for, like, police the government. Detective. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just like, have a different vision, you know, just a different... Thought process, I like guess, with Brad Pitt and Morgan Freeman in seven. In seven, yeah. Yep. It's yeah, <clears throat> dark detective tale. That is, this is this is a very dark <laughs> story. We and just spoiler alert: we never know if he's an actual detective or a writer of a publication. <laughs> That's just what he guesses. <laughs> it's just the, the way that he can. Is, he just assumes that because apparently those are the only two professions <laughs> that don't have offices, but they have a desk of in, amongst many. And a lot of so, humble and a lot of humble bumble around. going around. <laughs> you guys name another job that has all those components. <laughs> I'm sure we could come up with a few. Okay. I took down at my I, I took I look down at my hands and I'm holding a half empty lukewarm coffee mug. I decide to take a sip before I start my day. <laughs> it's at this point that I suddenly get a sharp pain in my stomach. I feel a little crampy and sweaty. And one of my coworkers takes notice. You don't look good. I don't feel good. I think I have to go to the bathroom. I stumble over to the restroom to do my business. However, when I'm finished, I'm left with a foul-smelling letter in an envelope. Apparently, 
in this world, you don't poop crap. You poop your emotions <laughs> in a letter <laughs> sealed in envelope form. How did it get sealed? It's like, <laughs> it's like so at my in, in my job, I have to send out a bunch of mail, and we have a, a posted a postage machine where we put the letters in, and you can actually choose to have the machine seal it for you. <laughs> So I just kind of picture that as it's sliding right out. It's probably it's like moist enough. <laughs> Do not say that. Do not say moist. Hey, you're you're shocked. I was the one that actually witnessed it in my dream, and I was like, "What is this letter?" <laughs> Hang on. So like. When you're sitting on the toilet, is it still just a regular looking toilet? Does it still have like yeah, water I, in it? I assumed that I was going to go crap. <laughs> but, but then he was, to his surprise, sudden, I it like, was a sealed I, envelope, signed, sealed, delivered. I don't remember specifically how I got it in my hand. It's just like all of a sudden I'm like, yeah, did what? You, did you fish it out of the toilet? <laughs> Wait a second. That wasn't a normal bloop. That was like a, that was like a an rustling. envelope. It was like a rustling. Yeah. It had the little plastic part on it that you can see through. <laughs> so you can the little see window. The, the window. Yeah, the little window. Who is it it's for? It's talent. So you don't poop crap. You poop your emotions in a letter sealed in an envelope form. Not only that, but you can't flush it down the toilet. And, and I want to know how you knew that you couldn't flush it. Did you try? <laughs> <laughs> this this envelope will not go down. You know, like they have, you know how like sometimes they're like, do not flush your these feminine products. Yeah, will clog <laughs> like, do not diapers. Do or... not flush your emotional letters sealed in envelope form down. There is a place for that. Wait, how did you know that there? It's an envelope of emotions. Yeah, well, I know. Opening it. Like yeah. Sealed. He just he could just There's feel it. <laughs> I can emotionally very, feel that it's very so. emotional. He just after he took his dump, There's, he was just like, you know what? I'm going. I to feel be, good. <laughs> I'm going to be the first to admit there are some holes in my dream. <laughs> I yeah. don't have answers for everything. I just a lot of times I'm just like, yeah, sounds right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I walked back to my desk, envelope in hand. Hopefully you washed. When my coworkers just, make a big... Just a really, surprisingly, it came out perfectly clean. <laughs> there was no skids. It was just nice and white, but it was like one of those envelopes that's like... That's <laughs> not Manila. Just a night. It was... It was not a <laughs> not a Manila envelope filled yeah. of emotions. Are we talking about I should have put, put this in the details, but it was like a white envelope, like those. But it was like kind of like the size of a greeting card type shape, not like the <laughs> okay. long ways, but more. Oh, like, okay, yeah, yeah. The, the short ones, the, like the taller, yeah. fatter ones, yeah, like more but square. Then on like so where it was, the it was seal, a more it was like, a more girthy letter. <laughs> And then around the border area, it was like that blue and red alternating pattern. Okay. Like, so uh, it was it was an international. Yeah. <laughs> it's accepted everywhere. So envelope in hand, my coworkers makes a big scene about it. Oh, man, that envelope is rank. 
You need to dispose of it pronto. I agree. But how do I get rid of it? I can't flush it. Well, the city has a special facility downstairs that takes care of envelopes. Okay, thanks. (laughs) I think... I then walk downstairs and go out the front doors of the building as the special department has another access point around the other side of the building. I ask around as to where I can dispose of my envelope. <laughs> I just see, like, you're high and you think it's an envelope, but really you're walking around with just a handful of crap. And you're just going around to people like, hey, where can I put this? <laughs> They're like, ah, get away from me. But <laughs> I ask around as to where I can dispose of my envelope. I get pointed in the right direction. Once I get into the facility, I'm told to follow the posted instructions. I quickly read them over and follow the steps. (laughs) First, I'm supposed to drop the letter in a slot and then step into a plexiglass cylinder-shaped room and close the door behind me. I then look across... And look across at a tattooed man with a bunch of piercings wearing just a loincloth (laughs) who is crouching over a sewer looking great. (laughs) Suddenly, (laughs) a few warning lights and sounds go off. I missed that part when we got it earlier, the warning light. <laughs> so is it like, you know, like, clear the area. Exactly. That's what it was. Everyone knew that they had to be out of the way. And that's why you were protected in the plexiglass room, but you could witness your Sudden. I'm glad they're taking the necessary precautions. It's like a five-second countdown. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, a few warning lights and sounds go off, and then a furious gush of air and smoke shoots out of the sewer grate, which apparently is some type of vent, and blows right into the tattooed man's face. <laughs> he screams at the top of his lungs. The whole time, the hot air blasting him. <laughs> Then, just as quickly as it started, it was over. The door to the plexiglass room I'm in opens, and I'm free to leave. Before we continue, I just have to just explain to you what just transpired here. In this world, you poop out your emotions in a sealed envelope... You take it down to the facility that disposes of the envelopes. You have to put it in basically the receptacle, step in to a plexiglass cylinder room as you watch, apparently, this poor tattooed man only dressed in a loincloth get blasted by hot air, which is created by your crappy emotions. For what I don't know what this man did and why he is sentenced to stand over this grate. Okay, so <laughs> have you ever imagined like if you were really in hell This is this is hell. And like the like it's just demons like pulling you apart 
into perpetuity just forever. <laughs> That's basically this is hell for that guy. And the thing is, is that constantly ah, and then it's over. I mean, we don't and know then, this ah! for sure, but he never questioned it. <laughs> He was just in there, and he just assumed, like, well, this is just what happens. <laughs> like, what did this man do that he had to be in this room? It's like, too many piercings, too many tattoos. You are sentenced to the fillings chamber. Listening to it right a second time, this is really, like... The emotions <laughs> chamber. This is some dark, this is some, demonic This stuff, is some dark stuff, like, Dan. Yeah. You, you gotta get your from, head checked. From what I can remember in the dream, <laughs> was I did I didn't question it because I just thought <laughs> this makes sense. Well, well, yeah, but it was because I was like, you know how they have like medicine doctors in like different cultures. Like, I just thought, yeah, this guy has been trained to somehow be able to take these emotions. <laughs> if you were a detective, you were the worst detective ever. <laughs> he didn't question anything. <laughs> All right, continuing. Unfortunately, <laughs> the sickness I had that day didn't just last one day, but lasted for a full week. <laughs> Each morning, I'd have to push out an emotional letter in an envelope and take it down to the disposal facility. And each day I'd watch the poor tattooed man take the front end of my putrid envelope. <laughs> After I left the plexiglass room... <laughs> Like, I wonder, I wonder if like you ever, you and the tattooed man ever just caught eyes, and you just do the mouth thing where you're just like, sorry. <laughs> it's like every morning, like clockwork. He's like, ah oh, man, this guy again. This guy. I don't want his envelope. Like, I don't want his emotions anymore. <laughs> After I left the plexiglass room on the seventh day, I got the strange feeling that I was being followed. Sure enough, after a few blocks of walking, I realized that the tattooed man and what seemed to be a whole gang of tattooed men were in fact following me. I finally decided to confront them and ask what they needed. <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me, men. May I, may I ask why you are following me? <laughs> he did not write that, but... You said there was a whole gang of them, so it wasn't just... Like, they have a whole staff of these tattooed men who just constantly... Yeah. But I don't know why I kept getting the same guy. <laughs> you have been assigned Dan Barnes's envelope. <laughs> It was quickly apparent that they were there to beat the crap out of me, which I, I alluded to earlier that this was probably the furthest thing from their minds because it was indeed the crap that was coming out of you that was hurting them so bad. <laughs> I asked the tattooed man why they wanted to beat me up. He responded with, your envelopes are the worst smelling <laughs> envelopes of them all. <laughs> of them all. And after seven days of having the remnants blasted into his face, he couldn't take it anymore. Therefore, he was going to eliminate me as to eliminate his problem. I then tried to assure him 
that I wasn't sick anymore. <laughs> Poo-poo all gone, man. <laughs> no more emotions. Trust me. I, I know. am cured. <laughs> I know. This is another part I forgot to put in, but in my dream, it was just widely known that it was like a seven-day <laughs> And on the seventh day, he poo-pooed no more. <laughs> I wasn't sick anymore, and that I would no longer require the services of the disposal unit. <laughs> So on the first day, <laughs> the first day when it was the worst smelling of them all, he knew he had six more days to go through. He's like, no. Oh. He didn't seem so convinced. And as he and his gang closed in on me, I woke up. Okay. Uh, well, now that we have read that doozy. Um, <laughs> this is the time that we like to take. At least it was a shorter one. To, just, just so you guys. Yeah, know. it was only like fifteen and a half minutes of dream. Uh, was that was that shorter than dream two? Yeah, probably. At least the recording time. Yeah, the dream two. It, it's it all just depends on how many comments we can yeah. jar up. During- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, so yeah, this is the time that we like to take now that we've, we've gone through it and Alan and I, and, and even, even Dan here will use the, um, the degrees in psychology that we do not have and just pretty much try and figure out what the hell you were thinking about before you went to bed. (laughs) So, Uh, you know, I mean, any, do either of you have any thoughts or or I was going to come right out and say it. I think there's an emotional aspect to this. <laughs> uh, I yes, I agree. It's it's amazing that not amazing. I guess whatever you were feeling <laughs> before you went to bed, <laughs> this was the only way that you could, I guess, show. Or, or like the way that my what you were feeling, subconscious, I, like was trying to get out some kind of release, yeah, <laughs> from the motions that were pent up deep inside. How am I gonna get these out? Let's, <laughs> let's take a huge dump and just uh, it's it's yeah, it's like it, it's probably just a metaphor for you are a person that suppress you push your emotions just way down to the pit of your stomach yeah, to where they they're literally coming out the every, back end of your every self. time I go get a massage you know how they're like okay like where do you need me to work like your shoulders your neck your lower back where do you hold your uh, aggression I'm like my belly <laughs> <laughs> I need you to rub I need, I need you to rub your my belly I need you to rub my belly <laughs> I need you to get in there real good <laughs> It's like on dodgeball when they're they're trying to raise money and they're doing the car wash and what's his bucket is in those little short pants and he's washing he's the only one washing this big old truck. Ben Stiller? No, it's not Ben Stiller. It's uh crap, what's his name? Um Oh my gosh, he's in a lot of things. Somebody talk for a second. Oh, Vince Vaughn? Who's in that? Vince Vaughn. Yeah, Vince Vaughn. Well, it's Vince Vaughn, but it's not Vince Vaughn. It's the kid. Um 
Holy crap, where's IMDb? Sorry. Uh, now I have to now but, I have to look it up. <laughs> uh, but while Trav's looking that up, I think I mean it's been so long since I've had the dream. I really don't remember what I was thinking when I fell asleep or what I was thinking even when I woke up from the dream, other than just getting down some notes on, on my note uh pad. But it's called think, dodgeball. Right? <laughs> it's yeah, dodgeball. It. I'm pretty sure. On yeah. IMDb? D O D G. Yeah, I know how to spell dodgeball. <laughs> pretty sure. Oh, it's right here. Okay, it's just they called it. It's called dodgeball, a true underdog story. I didn't know oh. it was. I didn't know it was called eight. You know, with a true underdog story. It's a lot. Justin longer. Long. This kid. The I mean, obviously, where's the picture? Show me hair. a picture. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So Justin Long. Yeah. So he's in like little booty shorts, and he's he's scrubbing the <laughs> the rims. Of this guy, this like rednecks big old truck, and while the guy's standing there, he's like putting his finger in his own belly button. He's telling Justin, he's like, "Yeah, get in there real deep." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I do uh, actually. Remember that. Wait, is that the same? Do you guys remember a show movie called Jeepers Creepers? Yes, that is, is that the same guy yes, that's yes. in that that horrible show? Well, Yes. I loved it for some yeah, reason. The I first think the Danny liked first it. 20 minutes is great. <laughs> is that the one with the truck? Yes. Yeah. And yeah. then the license plate, like the vanity plate that says like, be eating you, but the whole time they think it says like, beating you. Oh. But then they realize, oh, it's be eating you. Yeah. It was, so, I guess that is kind of stupid that like the main monster villain has a vanity plate. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's just, I'm going to, like... That that implies he went to the DMV, stood in line, and he's like, <laughs> "Yeah, what's a scary vanity plate I could make?" And then he like waited for it to come in the mail for a few weeks. <laughs> you imagine <laughs> like, like they just accepted it too, and he's like, "Be eating you," and they're like, "Oh, that okay, sure, we'll <laughs> we'll put that together." Like, what if all the other like slasher characters went and got vanity plates? Like Jason would have like. <laughs> Only like he, he has to figure out how to do that in letters and numbers. <laughs> yeah. But like, but somebody else already had it, so he couldn't get that exact one. He had to get all clever with like, it. Oh, somehow. Somebody's already got this one. <laughs> but I guess I guess we're getting <laughs> we're going a little far away from from Danny's psych. psych. No, we can. Well, we, I can connect it to dreams because because of the vanity play thing too. And this is funny because. Trav actually has recently put me on to the last podcast on the left mm. uh, podcast. Oh, me on too. One of their recent episodes, they actually talked about a guy who his actual name, he's like has German heritage or something in his actual. Was it the Mangala? No. Oh. It was like a guy who wanted a vanity plate. And he, <laughs> he went there and because his like actual like last name was A-S-S-M-A-N. <laughs> Osman, <laughs> and they wouldn't give it to him. But like, it's like said Osman or something like that. Oh. Like Osman, was but it? He, they're like, you can't have ass man as your vanity <laughs> plate. It's, like, it's my name. <laughs> Do you guys ever watch uh, Arrested Development? Yeah, yeah. So like, the most recent season, which is in my opinion not the greatest season, but uh, um, oh crap, Tobias. He, he, that whole season, he's about having a new start to his life. And so he gets vanity plates. That's A-N-U-S-T-A-R-T. So 
when you read it all that way, it looks like anus tart. <laughs> but it's supposed to say a, a new start. start. But it's anus, anus tart. tart. <laughs> uh, uh, is like is a, this is leading like you know YouTube when you watch one thing it leads to another. Like yep. this is we're just how our conversations just, go sometimes. We are, this and that's, that's fine. Just, that's exactly that, that how this me right into the whole the classic uh, celebrity Jeopardy from. <laughs> From Saturday Night Live and the Sean Connery, where he's like the it's, rapist. It's, it's yeah, he's like, I'll take the rapist for five hundred. <laughs> like that's therapist, <laughs> or the other one is anal bum cover. For, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, that's an album cover. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, those were good. But I was just gonna say one last thing. I could connect all of this. All, well, at least the horror movies to dreams, because if we would have brought up Freddy Krueger, that is true. Yeah, he's, he's all about and it would his would just say sweet dreams. Yep, and that's what you have these sweet dreams that we get to read, <laughs> <laughs> we get to experience so far, with you. So far, zero dreams about a man with long fingernails. They're not fingernails. Well, yeah, they're like those metal, like they're knives. Like, oh, yeah. It's been a long time. <laughs> oh, are they actually just knives? Yeah. They're not they're like just, Wolverine just type. knives? Well, no. They're like, I think they're gloves. They're like attached, right? Oh, okay. Gloves. Okay. Anyway. But, but, yeah. Uh, but yeah, obviously, as far as you, you, you were going through something. <laughs> and uh, you wanted to express yourself. Maybe you didn't feel like you could or, or just, I don't know. And that was the only way that it could come out. Sometimes, like, the thing that, like, amazes even myself, I'm the one having the dream, but, like, I can still vividly remember the sign that I looked at to read the instructions on how <laughs> to go through the facility. It's just, like, how your brain just creates it. It's like, yeah, of course, there's just a posted sign with steps on it. <laughs> I, you know, I, uh, as we, you know, re read this, and I, I didn't comment to it before, but... You know, I was really curious because if it was me and I, you know, go and take a dump and all of a sudden this letter comes out and then I can't flush it, I guarantee you I'm not just fishing it out of the bowl. <laughs> I'm probably leaving it, but you were just so worried about it. <laughs> like this just tells you, this kind of proves like you had something, some unresolved stuff going on because you were like... <sighs> I can't just leave it. Well, I don't want somebody else to have to deal with my crappy emotions. <laughs> but what, you, but you were literally walking around, like as as it said in the in your dream, your coworker, whoever that coworker was, the most nosy coworker ever. Man, that that letter's rank. So it means it actually had smell to it, and you're carrying it around the office. And then I'm assuming you were up on another floor. Like you actually had to go down like an elevator or stairs or something. It was elevator. And I would imagine, I mean, just it felt like I was like probably a good 20 stories up. Can you imagine just sitting there instead of like, you know, it's embarrassing enough when you fart in an elevator with a bunch of people and but nobody really knows who it is. Everybody's assuming something, but you literally have the evidence right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did it. And they're like, oh, they're like, oh, that poor bastard who has to receive your your <laughs> <Or> steam. 
According to what how you described it in in reading the dream is I'd just be going down and everyone would be huddled into like one one corner of the elevator, just like looking at me in horror and I'm just standing there and I just hold it up, I'm like, Yep, international. (laughs) I was imagining more like this is an international dookie. More I was imagining more like just the most awkward thirty second elevator ride, like as the elevator dings and you walk in like and you just walk in with this envelope and then you turn your back and like everyone's right behind you and you know that they're there and your your eyes are just like going back and forth. Just Every single floor. With like the classic the down. with the classic elevator music just in the background. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> and then ding. This is my floor. <laughs> just walk off. That's it. Like, excuse me, sir, which floor is the uh receptacle? <laughs> <laughs> it's a doozy. It's got some heft to it. <laughs> so, anyway, well, any any other comments or thoughts before we end this this no. episode? Other, other than just, I still, I do feel guilty for the tattooed man a little bit. I want to know where the tattooed man came and from. I well, I made him up. Well, I know you made him up, but why, like? Why did he have to? <laughs> There's so many whys. Why is he covered in tattoos? Like why? Why were there so many tattooed men that were just sentenced to this this prison? <laughs> that they obviously like could clock in and clock out because they left. <laughs> they, they like left to follow you and beat it's you. Their up. job. They must be paid well. Or <laughs> you just say like, coming in like, how you doing, Stan? Oh. You know how every one of these guys, like, it's a seven-day thing. (laughs) My guy, I don't know if I can take anymore. (laughs) It's been two, it's been three days. It's the worst smelling of them all. Of them all. Uh, well, that just goes again to Danny's narcissism in his dreams, where, where everything's about him. Like, he can't just have a smelly envelope. It has, it has to, to be, be the, the most rank of them smelly. all. Like, well, when I'm going to poop my my emotions, it's, it's will outdo worst. anyone else's smelly emotions. <laughs> if you're going to achieve, you might as well overachieve. <laughs> that's what I say. And that's... Yeah. <laughs> It's a good thought to end on. So, all right. Well, thank you all for listening to this bonus episode. Uh, trust me, there are plenty more of these to come. Uh, the more that he <laughs> dreams and writes these down, I feel like it's it's exercising his ability <laughs> to remember these because they're coming a little bit more frequently. So, uh, we yes. So far, we have plenty more to come. So keep tuning in. And uh, we'll, we'll keep bringing you uh, the dreams as, as fast as we can. So thanks again for listening, guys. See you next time.